Welcome to Namaste with Renee. I'm your host, Renee Marcoux, an award-winning female entrepreneur, life success and empowerment coach, and professional singer. And in this podcast, we share ways to empower you to live with more inner peace and happiness. So welcome to Namaste with Renee. I'm so excited that you've joined us here today. I have the most amazing guest for you. Her name is Lisa Wilson. She is a transformational coach, Mm -hmm. and she has a lot of goodies to share with you today. So (laughs) I'm going to let her jump right in. Um, This is a video podcast, which I love doing the videos now too. You know, I know some people like to listen to the recording and that's awesome too, but having this face-to-face interaction with you right now is super. So welcome Mm. to the show, Lisa. Oh, Renee, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited for our conversation. Thanks for being here. So start to, um, if you would be willing, tell us your story. Tell us how you got to this hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) wow you know it's been a life journey to Mm. be honest it's been something that um I think I signed up for all along but just recognized along the path Mm. and I was born into a family of narcissistic abuse Mm. and spent many years in um navigating that territory and what that looked like for me and really learning how to survive in a structure of of that nature. And in hindsight, when I look back, it was actually the greatest gift. I set it up for me in a way that really taught me so much about healing and abuse and understanding human conditioning and love, really Mm. love at its purest, deepest form. Because really only love is real. And it doesn't, when I say that, I'm not saying um, that we say yes to toxicity in our lives or abusive relationships, but we say yes to ourselves. And I'll always say that if you have brought in any type of narcissistic or sociopathic, psychopathic styled relationship into your life in any way, shape or form, it's because you are seriously calling your power Yes. You will have two options in that situation and you will either go really down into a really deep despair because that's an endless place that you could go. It's an endless mm-hmm. pit or you will rise. Mm. Yes. And when I um, cracked right open, I've, ha- I've had many awakenings, spiritual awakenings along my path, but... I would say 2017 cracked me deeper than I can remember. And I just sat um, in such a a dark night of the soul for an extremely long time, over a year, over almost two years, really sitting in my own awareness of how I've showed up in my life, what I've said yes to, and really learning how to take my power back from a place that I was so powerless. Mm. I know that surely rings true for me. Um, That feeling of that dark powerlessness and having that whole experience of kind of what you said already, but like knowing that you can either completely rise above this and step into your power or completely 
fall into this trap that just continues to tunnel in this darkness until you experience that it's so um like you and I understand because we've been there and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening have been there so they get it um but on the other side of it it, unless you've experienced it there's such it's there's just not words of English that I personally know that explains it yeah so well, I, I'm very happy that you've risen above because you have inspired me personally and I know all of the people that you influence in your practice, um, you know, are really, really getting that light from, from you being brave. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I remember um, after the shock of what I just had gone through because there was a significant impact that took place that cracked me open. And I remember doing Ho'oponopono, if anybody has mm. studied the forgiveness, Hawaiian art of forgiveness, right? Yeah. And um, just chanting, I'm so sorry, please forgive me, you know? And then all of a sudden what happened is I was transported into kind of an awareness of all the times I showed up in my life in ways that was narcissistic and um you know we have to look within at our own shadow and and i'm not saying that i've been that person of that depth of what i brought into my life but how can i not be when i was born into the family structure of it right it was what i've learned by behavior patterns right and so i had to get really humbled but i remember sitting there in this place where I thought, okay, wow, I'm, I'm at the bottom. Like mm. I'm right here right now. And I, I've been through some serious life experience that I thought had bottomed me out, so to speak. Mm. And probably at the age and at the time and the experience, it was my bottom. Mm-hmm. So this was my now bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all I remember was after two days of sitting in a really deep, dark despair, and I share this because anybody who is there, I want you to understand that there is a path and a light at the end of that tunnel. There yes. is a way out. Yes. And I remember just in the tears and the, the trauma of it all, I get my whiteboard out. <laughs> Girl, yes, <laughs> right for that. I love it. I love the whiteboard. I have my notebook and pen usually, but girl, whiteboard. Oh, I love that. I get my whiteboard out and I'm like, life before, life now. Oh, my It was gosh. wild and it just started to, okay, and where do I want to be? And what's my map? How do I get, how do I get there? And it was one step at a time and um, quite a journey. And the gift of going into that dark despair for me now, I don't believe everybody has to bring it to them in such a dark and significant way. I did because I had a very strong wall of protection around my heart. Uh Uh And why wouldn't I? A little girl had to build up a wall of protection around her heart. Yes. To take care of herself for survival. And yes. when we're in abusive relationships at a very young age, it's it's automatic. It's just what we do for survival. Mm-hmm. And so I needed to take that down. That wall had to come down. Yeah. And so I brought in life experiences, but I also did it because I know from my soul path, I needed to understand the journey for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
my compassion level is just amazing. And not from a, you know, full compassion to honor the power and the magnificence of who we all are. Mm. Yes. You know, we've called stuff to us. And if you're going through a challenge in your life, I just hold you in such love and just send so much light in your direction because I know that you have called it to you in a really big way. Yes. And you have what it takes to get through the other side. Yes. There was something I just want to share. I was watching one of your videos Mm -hmm. the other day. And to tell you a little bit about my experience with a narcissist, Dick partner, um, not in my life anymore, um, but a person who um, I was, by the end, very confused. I was, like, so confused. I, that's a, I will probably dive into that part of my life today on the, on the episode with you. Um, but I loved what you said about a person who brings that type of person into your life is a badass. When you said that to me, I was like, damn, like I can come out of the closet with my experience and be like, not shaming on myself. Like you're a life coach, Renee. How could you attract this kind of a shame and guilt thing that like we're used to doing, but rather like, damn, I was a badass because I was willing to grow, (laughs) you know? That is right. Yes, when you said that in your video that you posted the other day, and I want everybody to know by the end of the episode where they can find all of this. Um, I know a lot of women who would really benefit from your message. Um, but anyhow, I that really resonated with me, and I just thought, I'm stepping into my power about this. I don't have to be in shame. I don't have to be behind the closet doors. Like this was an experience for me to be able to be a trailblazer and light the way for other people who are going through it or don't know how the heck to get out. That's absolutely right. And I fully see that, feel it, witness it. Mm. You know, when somebody says to me, oh my goodness, I just had this experience. I'm like, Oh, yeah, you are a badass. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. The only thing that you need to do from this point forward is just claim your power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Step into the truth of who you are. And, mm. you know, a lot of what narcissistic relationships do is they, they, they're so calculated. Mm. They're so manipulative and they're very cunning. And there's a, there's a recipe for, for how they move forward and how they target you. It's a target. Yes. And there's a psychic attack that takes place. It's very intuitive mm. when they pick their people to access. Wow. And, um, yeah, and I, I, it's amazing what I see now is I know that those people who are open in that way have called it in to set those boundaries, to mm. claim their power out of it, to dive in. Because... We don't normally do that work. Right. And in all honesty, we're not taught to love ourselves. We're not taught what self-love really is all about. Mm -hmm. You know, when I say, oh, self-love, we're not talking unicorns and rainbows. We're Mm -hmm. talking 
that's a no and that's a yes. And you yes. might not like what I'm going to say to you right now. Yes, absolutely. That is mm-hmm. self-love. Absolutely. Honoring yourself, your boundaries, what feels good to you, honoring your yeses, honoring your noes, and being okay with being comf- uncomfortable in the situation because of maybe the way that the other person is going to respond. And let's not forget that when we do start creating those healthy relationships, Uh we're going to bring in people that own their hell yes and their no. Yes. And that doesn't feel so good either when somebody's hearing something back to you and you're like, wait, I just got called out. Uh Right. Because that's a beautiful journey in Uh the development of relationship where when you're partnering with healthy people who are working through their own stuff and together you collaborate and come together yes build harmonious relationships you're gonna have to really be humbled and look within and say okay wow this was a wound and a trigger and the piece that i really want to say is that the narcissist in any type of toxic magnet we bring in will access us through our back door through our hidden aspects So when I, you know, I've studied, you and I have studied law of attraction. We've been on similar platforms. Yes. And um, there was always a piece missing Mm. for me. And the piece that I felt, you know, I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, control your thoughts, have happy thoughts. It's got to always be positive. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that is not true for me. Mm. And until we embrace the fullness of who we are really embracing our shadow aspects, do we ever change our vibrational frequency? Otherwise, we are a magnet bringing in life experiences to light up our shadow. Yes, yes. You know, so what does it look like when we bring up a shadow? Well, first, the story could go like this. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe I brought in this horrific experience with this person, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of shame and guilt. Yeah. And so you want to lean into the shame and the guilt of what you're feeling and say, can I just love myself for being human? Mm. Yes. Can I just be human right now? Mm. As a human being, we're not supposed to get it right. We're actually pretty messy. We're Mm -hmm. supposed to. Yeah. We could go into a divine essence of ourself and be perfect in in that light. But we've come into this physical life experience to learn and grow and life is messy Mm -hmm. yeah thank you for that (laughs) (laughs) yes allowing yourself to be that have those experiences and not put that attachment of shame or guilt or i wasn't perfect or i didn't do enough or all these certain things that can come up and it's experiences and it's layers, you know, and then all of a sudden you could say, oh, my goodness, uh, I don't want to have that thought or there's shame around having that thought or feeling that guilt or I'm not worthy. So then you want to love into that, mm. you know, and it, it builds on itself till eventually you're just sitting there going, wow, you know what? Can I just accept myself for being imperfect? Mm. The perfect imperfection of me. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> Well, and what happens is, is it frees us up not only to fully embrace the truth of who we are Mm. as magnificent and perfect beings, 
but then we get to celebrate the imperfect perfectness in another. Mm. And that's where the judgment neutralizes. Yes, yes. That is definitely, I feel, a huge part in the healing process. Yeah. In yourself and after having experienced, you know, that magnet, like you said, what you've called to you to have that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think the other pieces of it, um, recently I had such a significant aha where my heart opened so wide and I was so filled with so much love and all the people that played that adversarial role in my life, I actually contacted and just said, I love you so much. Like I'm not opening up the door for us to have a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas that ship is sailed. Mm-hmm. We are complete. Right. And in this physical life existence, we're done. Mm. But at the same time, I'm so grateful that I know in the bigger aspect of who you are, the essence of you, you signed up to play a really difficult role in my life. Mm. Thank you so much for signing up for that role because you brought me so much. But I'm not saying thank you to them or I forgive you to them for them. I'm saying it to really neutralize me. Yes. Celebrate the love in each one of us. You know, yeah. to know that at any time in life, we're going to mess up. We're not going to say the right thing. We're not going to do the right thing. We're going to hurt somebody's feelings. We're going to, you know, impact our kids' lives in a way that <laughs> doesn't feel good. And mm-hmm. it's just part of being human. Right. But wow. That energy is where you want to get neutral. And it's at a cellular level. It's not, you can't intellect yourself there. You have to drop into your heart. Yes, I really resonate with what you're saying um, from my own personal experience, too, because even though I had went through my journey um, of having this experience, that magnet, who was able to bring that light to my shadow, um, I I there was like no closure. There was no, it was like the worst ending to all any relationship I've had in my entire life, friends, family members, anything, the worst ending. Um, and it left me feeling like so confused. And so, um, like just like used and abused. And I was like, wow, like I used to be a woman who never let this into my life. Like, and I used to think like, Uh, be so women empowered that I would think how could anybody allow that and the universe said let me show you because at that point in my life I was I lived what I was so fearful of for other women and that was me being in a relationship that had and and I'm not saying the universe wasn't behind my back the universe was there the whole time but showing me things of, hey, this isn't right. This isn't your truth. This doesn't feel good for you. And I would kind of just, well, I got this. Like, I can I can handle this and kind of shut off my intuition. So then I was like so deep in. I'm like, where's my intuition? It's not even here for me anymore. And I was like, oh, that's because you pushed it out of the door. Like, you know, and you just, I think like in every person's experience who goes through something like this, 
Um, and hopefully for those who ever do know how to go about this in a different way. But um, it came down to honoring my truth. And it came mm -hmm. down to like having to go into that darkness to to shine the light, like you had said, but to really um, live it because I it was something I questioned in my whole life and um, like almost judged how like how, having that voice inside how could somebody do that or allow that in their life and then having that experience myself showed me and I'm grateful yeah. that it did yeah. but there was always this piece of like you go through these emotions and I'm sure you can relate or others who have been through a situation like this but like you go through this whole spectrum of emotions of like being down in this darkness and starting to feel that tunnel as you're going down there and you're like, wait, I don't want to get stuck. And you're like trying just to like raise that hand up above that last funnel. And you just get into the space of um, like just one hopeful thought that just like pulls you up a little bit more and a little bit more. And for me, what that was, was understanding because I never had the closure with this person. I didn't. I wanted to have a closure with him for the reason of being able to clear the karma, like allowing us to be who we were in those moments and allowing like forgiveness and forgiveness for our own selves and like making peace. But that person didn't want to do that with me. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn how to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And that's when I sought out videos and I and I would follow, you know, some people who were very experienced in this, like yourself, and gain like, okay, there's my understanding, there's my peace, there it is. And now still resonating in the space of how you said on that cellular level, where you just want to like clear that, that energy, that karma. Mm -hmm. and you want it. I, I feel like I've done it for myself, but I, I still have that um, entanglement, if that's even the right word, mm. to feel that I want to still have that clearing. And I, I was like shaming myself for it. But, you know, because <laughs> you yeah. listen to people who don't know what you're in. Well, and let me let me talk to that because that's a, that's big. This is yeah. huge. So first, let's just love the part of you that feels shame around that. And somehow or another on the collective, we were born into this story that, you know, good girls need to be good and nice and we need to fix things and make things right. There are certain people, you know, let's let's talk about the airplane, right? When you get on the plane, make sure you put your own mm -hmm. oxygen mask on before you help yes. another. Yes. When you're dealing with this type of personality disorder, they they are psychically in tuned to your wound. Mm. They know the thing that you want the most and they will resist giving it to you. Mm. So in the beginning stages of waking up to experiences with narcissistic abusive relationships, I always say no contact. No contact. They have a way of, you know, that saying, when when someone gets arrested, what you say can and will be used against oh, you. Oh, yeah, yes. They will take your words and they will make them work against you every single time. Mm -hmm. So no contact. You do not engage. And you go do your healing work. Mm -hmm. Now, there are certain people in my life that I will not ever have contact with again. 
Uh-huh. I don't need to pick up the phone and say, thank you for being the person you are in my life. <laughs> <laughs> because, and especially, even though I might have neutralized the energy which I have, when there is a soul contract of such great magnitude, there are ways that that person can find a way through. When you don't trust somebody to show up in their integrity, why play with them? Why even bother? Right. Now, I don't have those personal experiences. You know, the one person I reached out to, I did it in a text. Yes. I didn't have to have a conversation with that person. And when they wrote back their love bombing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I didn't even read it. I didn't care what they had to say. It wasn't about that. Right. It was me loving me and saying yes to me and saying, what do I need to do to get neutral? And then whatever presents itself, like the shame that comes up, you sit in the shame, you say, okay, how can I really embrace this part of myself? Where can I get neutral with me? Can I allow myself to be human? Can I just allow myself to be just who I am in this now moment, feeling big emotions? Mm. You know, if we have, um, what's so interesting is narcissists are really calculated in using what is called intermittent reinforcement where um, it's a part of gaslighting and it's how they mess with with you and the way you see the world around you. And there have been studies done on mice in the early 50s um, where they would put food out and take it away and the mice would go get the food at a certain time and then they would change the pattern a little and the mice would adjust. But what shocked them was when they broke the pattern and they created a lot of inconsistency in their behavior. So they put food out, take it away, put food out at a different time, take it away, leave it for a few days. And where they thought the mice would actually adjust to the patterning or let it go, they became obsessed and it created an addiction. Wow. Wow. So... When I say, oh, my goodness, for anybody who's been in these relationships, you don't have to know all these details. I mean, I went into a deep dive. (laughs) Gemini. Yeah. (laughs) Same. (laughs) I'm like, let me read everything I can, right? Right. Right. (laughs) You don't have to do that. What you have to know is that there are ways that we get accessed and you know i've studied nlp i'm certified nlp uh coach as well and i understand patterning and programming and how the brain operates and what was so beautiful is witnessing the pattern being used on me and then still diving into the obsessive energy of it going wow Yes. Like, I almost feel like I just don't know how to take my power out of the situation I'm in at all right now. Yes. Wow. So I think in, in the fullness of the experience is to just say, there are so many moving parts to it, right? For sure. You don't have to know all the details except for, is it up spiral? Does it feel good? And there are going to be times we bring in relationships 
that we grow one another. And in those experiences, it's not going to feel joyful, right? but it will match you where the two of you can communicate and meet in the middle and really find your center and trigger each other's wounds so you could bring them up, love the shadow, and then go to the next level in those relationships. That's doing healthy relationship. But when you're working in toxicity, those people are not willing to meet you there. They, their actions will show up differently. And you have to use discernment for yourself. But self-love is the key. Yeah. You know, can I love myself right now? Even if you go down the journey all over again. Somebody asked me on an interview I was on recently, how do you prevent these experiences? I said, you don't, <laughs> you don't prevent them. We mm-hmm. get to a place where we're no longer afraid of it. We know that if we've called it in, there's going to be something yummy there for us. Yeah. There's a gift there. Yes. There's a big red bow and a package has just been delivered <laughs> and you're a badass and you have everything you need to get through it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you for speaking to that, Lisa. You're welcome. Wow. Thank I, you. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> I wanted to um, ask you a few more questions if you would be willing oh, to share. Okay, please. cool. cool. Um, so I wanted to, for the people who are on and hearing this brilliant information you're sharing, um, how can people who haven't had an experience like this in their life um, know what the characteristics are of a person who is narcissistic and um, create boundaries for between them and that person? You know, I just say let's let's everything starts with the self. And when we work on just our own self at all times, everything comes back home. So instead of focusing on the narcissist or how they show up in the world or what their patterning is, or what the behavior is, what we focus on expands, right? We don't even want to yes. put our attention in that direction. Mm. Let's focus on showing up in a way that life feels good mm. and owning our power. There's always a significant moment in your life where you are sitting there at the precipice and you're going, wait a minute, something isn't right here. And then it's what we do in that space that, um, you know, I remember in my personal situation, after I had said yes, and after I had gotten married, wow, the behavior changed completely. So I was groomed for a very, very, very long time, like over two years. I didn't see any of it. So you can't focus on what should I see. But the minute something shows up in your life that doesn't feel good, Mm. that's where the work is. Yeah. That's where we claim our power. And we say, okay, what does it mean to claim our power? First of all, it means, you know, a lot of the times we can negotiate other people's behavior or what we're feeling. Mm. And I got to a place where now I just speak about what I'm feeling to no matter how uncomfortable it feels in any situation. I was at the airport the other day and a man behind me had the news on and I don't listen to the news. And I said, excuse me, can you listen with headphones or go somewhere else or turn it down? I choose not to hear that Uh uh in a public place. So I just speak my truth now. Wherever I go, I speak my truth so I could get really comfortable no matter how it impacts anybody else at that point, I'm not doing it from a place of malicious or 
wanting to hurt someone. I'm doing it from a place of love saying, I'm going to take care of me and my little girl right now. Yes, yes. Right? And so I'm going to speak to that and I'm going to do it in a loving way. Mm, Yes. You know, and if I have to turn up the the volume a little bit, I know how to do that too. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. (laughs) But I don't necessarily go there any longer unless I absolutely have to. Right. At first I just say, okay, this is what's up for me. Can we figure it out together? Mm. And then I have to look within and say, okay, what in me needs to be addressed and looked at? Where in me? You know, a lot of the times if I were to go back to that moment in time, why did I stay? Well, oh my goodness, I just got married and what am I going to do, go through a divorce and where am I going to live? And, oh, we've already enmeshed all our life together and how is that going to work? This is negotiating, right? Right. Instead of, and when we think about it on the grand ski, it doesn't have to be in our relationships. It shows up, it's never going to be the right time. It's never going to be comfortable to -hmm. speak your truth and to make a different choice when you've made a commitment in one direction. Right. Wow. So, but before we jump off the cliff and say, oh, I'm leaving every single relationship, you want to really dive into it and say, okay, wait a minute. You know, let's figure it out. You know, before I walked out of my marriage, I said, this relationship is at, you know, we're going to break it down to the bare bones and put this relationship back together piece by piece. Mm. And, my ex-husband wasn't capable. He said, I'm not capable of it. Wow. And I said, thank you. Wow. And I left. Wow. I left that, like, within that week. Wow. There was no moving forward. So you have to get to a place where you take full responsibility for everything in your life. Mm-hmm. You're not a victim. We bring it in to grow ourselves. Yes. And then we get to a place where we say, okay, how can we make it work when it's not right? You know, I don't want people just jumping off. And yet, of course, if you are in emotionally abusive relationships or physical abuse is easy to spot, get out. Yes, right. Immediately get out. And, you know, God, at some point, I'd love to create safe houses for women to just be able to launch, right? I am with you on that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. With kids and whatever, just get out. Yes. But emotional abuse is tricky because you don't recognize it and it's been working on you for a long time. And another thing I want to say is something you said about, you know, I couldn't believe that I was that person that got accessed. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been in a community with some pretty badass women and they bring in some pretty significant narcissistic abusive relationships. Mm. Men and women, let me just say that. My Mm. badass business partner brought in a really powerful sociopath to help transform his patterning around relationships. Wow. So it, it doesn't actually, it doesn't mean you're weak or you don't have, you know, you could bring it in at any stage of your life at any place. Mm -hmm. It could come in because it's transformative. Yes. Wow. So I want people thinking about the home base first, like, Mm -hmm. okay, I have the situation up for me. What am I, am I expressing what I need? Am I doing what I need to do in order to move forward. And then there's a point where you've exhausted everything. Yeah. And then it's time to launch. Mm. Love it. That's great (laughs) there. That sounds like a step. Like it's like that measuring tool when you're questioning and you're like, okay, this doesn't feel right. So here's step one. Okay. That didn't work. Here's step two. Beyond that, 
three launch, like you said, you know, yes, yes. And, and having those measuring tools, I think it's helpful for people who haven't studied the mind or studied, you know, like attraction or, or the patterns and, and things like that. And, um, yeah, that's, it's really, I, I feel like it's a important measuring tool to have, um, for anybody who may be in something like that or may attract that in the future. It really is. And you know, what's so interesting is, I mean, when I first woke up to the pattern in my life and where it was, Mm -hmm. and I had a coach I was working with at the time kind of lighted up for me a little, and I stopped working with her because I love her. Mm. But I wasn't able to go there right now. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you're shining a light on something I'm not ready for. Wow. And I was aware of it, and I shoved it under a rug. Mm. But when I did get very clear, I said, okay, you know what? I'm not, I have a brand-new business, a brand-new baby. There is no way I could do anything about it right now. Mm. So what can I do today to help me? Shift it. And in that process, I dove into trying to do everything in my power to see if I can bring out the best in this person. Wow. Can I, and and through my own healing, right? Mm, yeah. How can we grow this together? Because we're a family. We have a child together. We have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean, you know, you could lead a horse to water, but it, you can't make them drink and it's not my yes. job to do so, right? Right. Absolutely. But at the same time, following the progression, I had to take care of myself along the way. Mm. So here I'm taking care of myself financially. I'm getting my head in the game. I went back to school. I got um, a focus on that. I started building a new career. I mean, I was moving along that path, and it took me seven years to do it. Yeah. Wow. Well, you've done an amazing job. I mean, I know you at this part in your life, and... You know, I only know how far you've come from what you've shared with me and and with everybody listening. Um, But I just, you are certainly a beacon of light for for anyone who's walking behind you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, that's just a mirror, right? Oh, well, thank you then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm staring at a beacon of light right now. Thank you you wow so i i know we could just keep talking forever um i wanted to ask you one more question what would you want to share as your last key or thought of inspiration or something from somebody who's Mm. who's hearing your message today Oh, I just got chills. Thank you for that question. <laughs> um, you know, it's a two, two-part two answer, if I may. The first part okay. I want to say is we cannot hold two vibrational frequencies at the same time. Mm-hmm. You are either in love or you are in fear. Mm-hmm. There is no middle ground. Mm-hmm. So if you're in love, it's up spiral. Mm. You're saying yes to the things that feel good. Let this be your map. Let this be the navigation system that you use from this day on, from this message on for the rest of your life. When you are in love, you are thinking of things that feel good. How can this work and how does it feel good? When we are in fear, it's a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. 
and when we're in fear, and sometimes we need to be in the fear, and fear serves. So it's be present to the fear. If fear is showing up in a big way, that's where our shadow work comes in. We love the parts of ourselves that's being presented, that's being brought out into the light. Yes. When we can integrate those parts of ourselves back home, we shut the back door, we close the door to any type of magnet to the narcissist anyways, and then we're able to step into that love vibration again. Wow. I love that. That is gold right there. (laughs) Yeah, it is gold. And the second part of that is you are perfect, complete, and whole. You were born a magnificent human. And humans mess up. Let's start really recognizing that that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay to be messy. It's okay to say the wrong things. It's okay to screw up. I remember posting a video sideways because it made me uncomfortable. The message was good. And it was (laughs) proving a point that, you know what? We're not going to get it right all the time. Let's just not be perfect anymore. Wow. Oh, what that message right there I just know that Mm. it just takes this pressure off of us as human beings and thinking you know we have to be some certain way or we should or we this and that and we kind of look within that on ourselves and and project that onto others and you know just allowing yourself the human experience yeah yeah that's right. Wow. And if you called it in, you're a badass. <laughs> exactly. I will take that with me for the rest of my life because that was life changing. <laughs> so I just I want to acknowledge you. Thank you so, so much for being here on Namaste with Renee. I wanted to invite you to share your details with everybody so they can find you, reach out to you, watch your videos. Where can where can we find you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Um, right now I have a seven day challenge that's up. It's going to be running over the holidays. Oh and my gosh. The link for it is radicallyauthenticyou.com. Awesome. And you could opt in there and listen to just some great conversations about living radically authentic lives. And you could also find me at the Aspen Center or aspencenterforempowerment.com. Oh, that is so amazing, Lisa. Thank you so much. Even the name of your business, Aspen Center, I'm like, I need I need that. <laughs> it's just like it's so refreshing and it feels like rejuvenating and because I know you're in Colorado, right? So you're in like such a beautiful place on the planet. And it's just like wow. Wow. So thank you. Thank wow. you so much for having me on your show. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You have served so high today and I'm so grateful and thank you for the gifts um, that I've personally received today too and um, I just I love watching you grow Lisa and sharing your gift with others and I truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing with us today oh Renee thank you thank you so much I'm so grateful thank you so much namaste to you namaste (laughs) (laughs) well everybody make sure you check out Lisa and her beautiful messages in the world and please tune in and we'll see you again next time namaste everybody namaste Mm -hmm.